Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is on child trafficking, elite pedophile rings, uh, food shortages. Th- this is about all kinds of stuff. We, we go all over the place. Um, I'm joined by Juan from Pulpazoid, and he's he's out in uh, Mexico, and um, this was actually a Subconscious Realms podcast, so we uh, did this for Subconscious Realms, but he gave me the audio, so we're doing it as a swap cast, and I don't know, I really... I really like doing other people's podcasts a lot, and I think you guys are going to like this one. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's no secret that I'm into astrology, and the secret is out. So, Ephemeris, who creates astrological talismans of your birth chart, um, reached out to me, and they are sending me a little talisman, which is a necklace, uh, black and silver, with a little engraving on it that says the kingdom of heaven is within you. And um, what you need to make the talisman is the date, time, and location of your birth. If you don't have your birth, that's not a problem. You can still create an accurate abbreviated chart. Um, The charts come in black and silver, black and gold, and black and rose gold. They're made in the United States. Over 17,000 orders have been placed on Ephemeris. To go to Ephemeris and order your talisman, go to www.ephemeris.com. That's www.ephemeris.com. Check them out. six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, generally, and in attendance we have my co-host Juan. Now, then, Juan. Hi. Uh, and for tonight, <laughs> we have a very special guest indeed. Uh, this man needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host and creator of the Esoteric Gladiator podcast. Uh, now, then, mate. How you doing? You're too kind. I'm good man. I'm good man. I'm good. Uh, long time no speak. Yes. I- I was a, I was a. They hacked my account on Instagram, so oh, my account got man. my account got hacked. So I started a new one. I tried to get it back. Instagram won't help me because I've been shadow banned on there for so long. They're probably glad somebody hacked my account. Yeah, man, the the, the shit on there. Yeah, I've been well, done a few times, mate. And then um, 
what was it? It was like a month ago. I got like an email about my Facebook and I was like, I, I deleted my Facebook. And so I logged into what I thought was a deleted Facebook account. And as soon as I opened it up, it said I had a 72 hour ban for posting inappropriate material of children. And I was wow. like, what the wow. fuck? So I clicked on a link and sure as shit, somebody from the inside of Facebook had posted a naked picture of a little girl on my account, which I hadn't been well, on you know, in like four months. But what I'm guilty of on Facebook is uh, posting things about child trafficking and government pedophilia over the last decade nonstop. So they're probably trying to, uh, you know, make me look bad. And, um, you know, I posted a video of Joe Biden seven years ago touching little girls inappropriately (laughs) in the White House. So and then what? The weird part about that whole thing was is they banned me for 72 hours for supposedly posting a picture of a little girl, uh, but I got banned for a month straight for calling one of my friends a faggot. So <laughs> it's like, so you, can call, you can't call your friends a faggot. You'll get banned for a month, but if you post a picture of a little girl, you only get banned for 72 hours. It's just... That's because all these guys, I keep telling everybody, everybody in the power structure, they're all freaking pedophiles. Everything that's happening right now on the planet is because they're trying to cover up for pedophilia. It's looking that way, mate, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It is. It's, uh, it's got fucking silly as well, hasn't it? Oh, so silly. <clears throat> but, I mean, I mean like, like Biden. You know, I don't know anybody who's voted for him. He's what? He's what? Oh, you don't know anybody that voted for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, neither do I. No, no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't even vote. There's a a series of pictures that are associated to Hunter Biden because of the laptop that were circulating Twitter. I have one of them. And it does have, uh, it's him and a kid, the two pictures oh. of him in a, in a, well, many stages of undress in the company of a child. So, uh, <coughs> technically, it's child pornography, technically yeah. speaking. It's also, yeah. in my book, it's also called evidence yeah. of pedophilia, but that's just me, you know, that's just well, it's like Anthony Weiner's laptop. The, Another they one. They said they said that uh, the the uh, the New York police officers were in tears and like shock and horror and over the things that they saw. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but that seems to be a common story. <clears throat> yeah, and there were in. Some years ago, there was in West Texas, they rescued, um, I'm trying to remember, they rescued over a hundred kids in this warehouse in the middle (coughs) of nowhere. There was very little on where the kids were going originally, Uh because they rescued them and they were all together, but where were they going and why were they there? Uh, that's a question. I'm in I'm in Texas right now. I'm in San Antonio just for a few more days. Um, 
and uh, like I said, like, um, you know, in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s, I didn't care that people snuck across the border into America. It was like, you know, families coming here for a better life. It didn't matter. But once the, the cartels took over and I knew that trafficking and drugs and all this stuff was happening and then they were bribing the people of Mexico. If, if, if you want to go to America, you have to pay us money. And if you sneak across without us, we'll kill your family. Um, that's when I started having a problem with it. And just like, like everything that's happening at the border now, like I just see it as a massive child trafficking operation. They're just trying to traffic children inside Mexico and outside of Mexico. So it's like they're doing like a child swap. You know what I mean? Is someone buying a dozen kids in the black market? I don't know. I mean, I understand the drug uh, trade and the drug business. You can see where it starts. Yeah, you can see where it ends. <clears throat> but this thing with children, I don't understand where it ends. You know, I know where it begins. I know that like because I've done so much crazy research on serial killers and satanic cults and you know, trauma-based mind control. It's, I believe that all of the leaders of our countries, if they're presidents, presidente, uh, kings, queens, whatever, they all were sexually abused as children, I believe. I believe, and that was to create them, to break their mind down so that they had this one common goal, which is to take over the world. And when when you put children through repeated trauma they develop alters or multiple personalities and there's people in these cults that are so well versed in dealing with multiple personalities they know how to snap people in and out of personalities there's like weird videos of some of our presidents where it seems like they're zombies like and then like they're just zombies and <clears throat> almost as if uh it's it's one of their alters, one of their personalities. And so in ingrained in them from childhood on a psychological level, they're molested repeatedly. So that's their first sexual experience. So when they get older and they start, you know, entering puberty and hormones and they become sexual, their first sexual experience was them as a child. So naturally they're going to keep that cycle going and gravitate towards pedophilia. Um, that's a good explanation that mate. I, and I, I think it's where it comes with that <clears> question that they're like you're right the elite and what they're up to oh yeah yeah I, I mean you, you just gotta look at like because pedophiles this is how you know all of our presidents and World Economic Forum and all these people, you know, Council on Foreign, the Council on Foreign Relations, and all these people up at the top are pedophiles. Pedophiles have no boundaries. They they have no problem doing the most uh, despicable, heinous things to innocent little children. So why would they have a problem dropping a bomb on a village of people or collapsing an economy? or creating a food shortage, or putting fluoride in your water. 
they have no boundaries. They, they, their, their, their number one desire is the most evil of all. It's to, to have sex with innocent children. So they, they don't have, you know, the people at the top have to be pedophiles. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they show all the, the traits of serial killers. Absolutely. Right? And then you look at, well, what happened to serial killers when they were young? They were molested. They were abused. Uh, they watched their parents engage in weird shit. They, they had to do, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's the same thing. And, and, and it's like the story of Frankenstein. It's, it's like uh, monsters aren't born, they're created. So sure, you could have narcissists and sociopaths, but I think psychopaths in general are like created from trauma. Definitely, mate. Definitely. I mean, you you only have to look into any serial killer. I mean, especially some of the ones like like um, like the the story rounds them like like it's like fucked up, like Bundy and Gacy, people like that. Yeah, well, and then there's that book that goes back to. Um... What's his name? Dave McGowan. It's called Program to Kill, and it's about. Oh um, yeah. Did yeah? Did you read that? Yeah, yeah. We even yeah. We mentioned it in a previous roundtable with Exorcist. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's well, it's an amazing book. Yeah. It's it. The first sixty to seventy pages are really hard to read because it's, you know, it's all about, you know. The pedophilia and yeah, yeah, child sex dungeons. And again, here you go. It's all linked to royal families, high-level yes, yes. bureaucrats, you know, throughout Europe that have connections with, you know, American politicians. It's it's always these guys are always in the background, and you know, but all, all of the the they went through it and they they tied. I mean, you just look at people like. You know, Richard Ramirez or, you know, Charles Manson yeah. or John Wayne Gacy, the psycho killer clown, uh, Ted Bundy, a Republican politician, yeah. Um, yeah. the Hillside Strangler, um, Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Toole. Uh, what was it, uh, that guy's name? Uh, David Berkowitz. All of these people were involved in satanic cults and they're all serial yeah. killers and they all had the same. The, the 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 when you read about sa satanic cults, they they have the it's always the same format. It's repeated child molestation, repeated trauma, repeated violence, getting them to kill their pets, making them drink blood, making them yeah. you know eat shit and drink piss and just things that would you know. And it, because it's your family members doing this to you, it's like even twice as hard because they're the ones that are supposed to take care of you right yeah yeah so yeah and then a lot of times with the family members the family members are going in and out so sometimes they're really nice to their children and then you know late at night it's midnight and the kids have been sleeping for a couple hours and they yank them out of their bed and they take them to the freaking the satanic ritual and they're totally different people mommy and daddy are mommy and daddy anymore they're in there they're in there alter for their trauma-based mind control they're in their satanic altar yeah yeah 
I think I think you know, if anything, um, I think that would be more traumatic for, for the victim, with it being a family member, somebody. Oh, they absolutely. Know, somebody they I can trust. I don't think, they think they can trust. In this, in this um, ecosystem of satanic cultures and uh, abuse, dishing out abuse and receiving abuse, not just uh, in infancy, but also during their entire lives because they have very, you know, political lives. Uh, are there drugs involved? Because this isn't very easy to do sober. It oh, absolutely. It would be easier yeah. to do when high. Uh, hallucinogens, methamphetamines, um, things like that. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. 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 Hallucinogens, methamphetamines, cocaine. Um, you know, weed, of course. Uh, alcohol. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the. Um, Have you ever heard of a drug called captagon? Captagon. Captagon. No. no what's that? Captagon is uh, is the drug of choice for jihadists in the Middle East. Ah, it's okay. uh, it's phenethylin, a synthetic drug invented in 1961. In the body, it is metabolized to amphetamine and to theophylline, which helps you know, mate, killing. Do you know, mate? I watched um, a documentary, and I think they seized a boatload containers of this in Italy or something like that. Is it the same ah. in pills? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. Well, yeah, because you could you could ingest methamphetamines orally. Uh, you could take it just about anyway. Um, yeah, it took like World War Two, didn't they? Well, yeah, yeah. World War Two. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to bring that up. The Nazis. I mean, and you just yeah. look at the murderous rampant. There's a book called Ordinary Men, which talks about how guys like you and me that were just regular police officers became ruthless killers. Right. right. Yeah, and, and part of that was because of the methamphetamines. Um, and then just, like, if you know a lot about L.A., like, the, on the outskirts of L.A., which is where I grew up, there's it's, it's full of deserts, and in the deserts are all the tweakers. Well, there's a lot of weird satanic stuff going on. I mean, even Charles, the Manson family was linked to that. And, and you know, supposedly the Kurt Cobain killing. You know, Courtney Love went out into to the Riverside Desert and found some satanic mm. biker to possibly murder Kurt Cobain. Um, oh, shit. But they were all on meth. And the deserts are known for methamphetamines. Uh, right? Wow, and then, I, and then where, where's, where's the most prolific place you find Lucifer or Satan in the Bible? In the desert. In the desert. There's a big satanic angle to the drug trade. Oh, absolutely. In, in Mexico, the narco-satanics. Yep. They're the most dangerous group in yep. Mexico City. There was that, that, that woman down there. She, I forget her name. She was Mexican drug lord. Yeah. And then there the, was a, there was the a few queen. different. They were all in like Santeria and, and uh, all that crazy. Palo stuff. Mayombo. Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? One? Narcos? Narco? Narco? Satanico. Narco in Spanish oh, is narco satanico. In English it would be narco, and then in English satanic or yeah, satanic right. narc. 
Juan, when is your birthday? October 11. Octo oh, so you're a Libra. Yeah. And and then generally, you're a Scorpio, right? I am, sir. I am. Yourself. Okay. I'm a Capricorn. A goat. Nice, mate. <laughs> I, 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 I'm what they, they, they say a Satan because of Saturn. I'm the goat. But I, it, my, right, it's, right. Satan is my sworn enemy. I, I'll, I'll go. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Christian, though I do like Yeshua Christ. But I, I'm saying that because I hate Satanists, dude. I, I just can't stand it. I think it's the, the reason, you know, atheism and Satanism are the reason why everything's going upside down right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it seems to be ramping up as well, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. Uh, it's one thing after another, but uh, with regards to to like uh, satanic cults, I think what to me what makes it um, sickening is the links to child pedophilia, the fucking nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's that right there is. Um, It's just so telling, and what's re it's really hard because we have all this stuff happening, particularly in the last two years. You know, so like I told everybody, I became what you would call a conspiracy theorist the day 9/11 happened. Before that, yeah, I didn't really like trust the government or anything, but I legitimately on that day said we did this to like something told me. Like I mean, just you know the fact that like four trade you know, four planes got hijacked out of a gateway airport where there was a lot of security already before 9-11. And then I was like, well, they've never even hijacked one plane. Like, how do they hijack four all of a sudden out of nowhere? Yeah, and yeah. then then it's like, well, what is the president doing? Oh, he's sitting in school being a, a noble, heroic president reading to children. And I'm like, so I never see a president in school. We've never had a plane hijacking. And all of a sudden, terrorists are attacking our country and this, the president's looking like a hero reading to children in school i don't buy this shit no like no. and then i just was like this is like every other war oh we're gonna just go invade another country of brown skinned people and take all their assets and try and you know civilize their area it was just like so don't forget for, the false yeah. evidence of the hijacking like the passport oh yeah yeah, yeah, everything. Except the passport. Yeah, that that was the, that was the third thing. So on the first day, it was the four planes that got hijacked. I was like, okay, that's that's a little excessive, but that's possible. But then when I saw the president reading to children, I was like, oh no, this is impossible. There's there's no way we got hijacked while he's reading to children. No fucking way. This is a setup. This is a theatrical setup. It's yeah. it's Hollywood. And then a couple days later. Then they said, we found the passports. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And, and my parents and grandparents and everybody believed it. And I was arguing with them about it. But for 20 years, I've been a, a quote unquote conspiracy theorist. And I haven't stopped. But over those years, we've had, you know, some false flag things here and there. Sure. But I lost a lot of friends, family members, clients because of the shit that I would post. Because I've been posting this crazy stuff since MySpace was around. Um, MySpace, yeah. Yeah, I was posting crazy shit on MySpace. And um, what happened was 
is in the last two years, a lot of people that stopped talking to me or kind of, you know, pushed me away, they started reaching out to me and asking me questions. Right. I don't trust this. What, what do you think's going on? I'm like, this is the shit I was trying to tell you about five, six, seven years ago that you deleted me or you stopped talking to me over or you argued with me about all the time. The new world order is coming. They're coming for you. They're coming for your soul and your children's holes. They want to, they want you to go to hell with them and they want to fuck your children on the way to hell. So get ready for that. And, and it's, there's going to be all kinds of suffering and pandemonium. And look at what's happened in the last two years. COVID. And then what we do after COVID, I tell everybody, because they closed down our businesses. I'm like, oh, this is the most massive real estate swindle that the world has ever seen. If we can't go to our businesses, we're going to lose our business. And I was a business owner. I owned a tattoo shop in Washington at that point. If I can't go to my business, which eventually I went, I, I was like, fuck these laws. It's unconstitutional. I went to my work anyways, and I started tattooing. I was like, if the cops show up, I'm going to tell them, get the fuck out of here and come back with a warrant. Did and they I ever did. show up? Nope, they never did. And I don't think they would have. But if they would have, I would have told them that. Uh, and, and I know it's a violation of constitutional law. Um, but uh, then I said, and I said this two years ago, if you go back on my podcast and listen, I'm not a real estate guy. I'm not a financial guy. I know very little about the stock market. But what I do know is I pay attention to my surroundings. So what I see happening is a real estate bubble. People are going to lose their businesses. Then they're going to lose their homes. And uh, residential real estate and commercial real estate is going to skyrocket. It's, 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 it's going to, the price of it is going to, it's going to, it's going to deflate. It's going to go down. So, you know, the wealthy, because what's going to happen after that is the money is, is, is going to, um, it's going to lose value, right? It's going to devalue. But what's not going to devalue is assets. So I told everybody they're going to buy up all of our property for pennies on the dollar because yeah. they do this shit in the stock market all the time. And then months later, it's going to skyrocket and they're going to, they're going to be wealthy as shit. Well, here we go now in the last two, three months, the American dollars collapsing. Uh, people are losing their jobs everywhere. Uh, gas prices are out of control. Um, now they're having food shortages everywhere and, and, and staged food shortages, of course. Um, but it's, yeah, I yes. talked about think, this shit two years ago. What do you think about all the food processing plants being, uh, having accidents uh, and yeah. so on being destroyed? They're, they're being lit on fire on purpose. I guarantee it. 100%. No doubt in my mind. All they the did it to Venezuela. They did yeah. it to Venezuela and they had a huge problem. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. And then and then what people say is like, oh my God, the, the government is so inefficient. This is a worse gross mismanagement. And I'm like, it's not inefficient. It's not it's mismanagement. Not it's on working. purpose. They're doing yeah. it on purpose. It's not working out for us because it's working out perfectly for them. So Venezuela, great example. What, what's the number one thing that they needed when their economy collapsed? Food. But, oh, man, we accidentally destroyed all your food. Or, you know, it's, oh, it's an accident. Oh, it was a, it was a fire. It was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. 
it's almost like they are they are the project predictable. Yeah, man. So it's it's all it's all like it's all, in the last two years. It's just been nonstop. It's like they're all out in the open with it. They're they're having satanic ceremonies in courtrooms now, and and schools, and they're they're pushing the sexuality of children on you know oh, everywhere, yes, yes. all over the country, and and they're they're um, you know the homeless people and the veterans are like you know they're all over the streets, but they're sending our money to. Ukraine and other countries yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 like me it's like I don't want to be a nationalist but it seems like a better choice than being a globalist at this point right so it's like I, I I wish we could have a happy global community where everybody could travel freely and get along greatly unfortunately the end goal for globalism is like the tower of babel in the bible they want to take the world over and man wants to become God with an AI super state. And we just see it's, it's just nonstop false flags. They're coming for the guns right now in America hard. Right. Oh, yeah. But the, this, the constant theme in these shootings is these cops keep show, showing up to these schools and none of them go inside. For minutes to an hour. And this has happened at multiple shootings now. And they're blaming the guns. I'm like, OK, well. All of the Democrats always talk about. They were race. holding down the the parents while the children were being killed. Yeah, yes. That, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. That, that's why people are like the, we got to blame the cops, and I'm like, no, it's not the cops' fault. They were taking uh -huh. orders from someone. Yeah. Yeah. They were told to. They not were go told. In there. They were told to, to to stay put and not let anyone in. And everybody's argument is like, well, if we get the guns, we can save the children. Okay, well, you guys haven't paid attention to history, which is ironic because most of these people went to school and college and they all have degrees. Yeah. But they're some of the stupidest people on two legs. They're yeah, like, well, okay. you don't study history in college. Not not really. Yeah. You don't really learn history in college. It's not there to you for learn. Well, not even real history because I feel like a lot of history is fabricated yeah. anyways. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, so they're like, oh, yeah, we got to take the guns to save the children. I'm like, OK, you freaking retards. What are they killing? Like 200, 250 children a year. Yeah, that sucks. It's horrible. But what's the alternative? They take our guns and those cops that you say are racist and killing everyone. They have the guns and those criminals that aren't going to turn in their guns. Well, they're going to be doing home invasions and shooting you in broad daylight out on the streets. And if there's one thing that the last two years in this country, particularly, I can't speak for your guys' countries, to be a criminal right now in America, it's one of the best times to be a criminal. They are passing all kinds of laws. They're letting people out of prison, all kinds of shit. It's the best time to be a criminal. So, and the vice president is a district attorney. Oh, what's she that? knows. Oh, yeah. The she vice knows. president is a district attorney. Yeah, she knows. Um, so, it's the same thing. They, the cops show up. They don't do shit because they're told to stand down. Um, and and then the, the killers are allowed to go on these sprees. Well, the one, the one, uh, another really peculiar thing about these shootings is, is a lot of these shooters seem to have the, the accuracy of like a sniper or a, a special ops 
you know, soldier or something, yeah. right? It's yeah. like they go in, even the shootings, it only lasted a few minutes. They came in and they just slaughtered all these people. It's like, okay, well, you're telling me these are random shooters that have either mental problems or they're on medications that have made them go mental and psych- psychotic. So they're high. So they're loaded as fuck. Now, I've shot multiple guns sober. It's hard to hit targets sober. You're telling me these guys came in with the precision and accuracy of military special ops people and just started smoking people while they were high or out of their heads? That doesn't make sense. Beginner's luck. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Beginner's luck. It's a case of beginner's luck. It's crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. But I think oh, I yeah. think the food, the food shortage itself, that, you know, what are people going to do when they can't eat? Oh, hey, guys, if you turn in your guns, we'll give you five pounds of food. Yeah. How bad yeah. is the food situation going to go in your in your in your in view? My, in my opinion, um, it yeah. depends on the area you're in um, globally. Uh, they're saying all the wheat producers in Russia and, and, and other places here in America where we grew wheat in Canada and these other places, uh, because um, the season was so much hotter this year, which I believe is for a few reasons. I think chemtrails have a lot to do with that. Um, right, right. Uh, forests catching on fire, which always seem to catch on fire only in, in liberal states for some reason that are all about climate change. It's always and I'm not a Republican. So I, I want to clear that up. I'm not even a registered voter. But the liberals I have a special hatred for because the Democrats started the KKK and they're trying to police everybody about racism now. It's like, okay, if the root is bad, the fruit is bad. I'll never listen yeah. to you guys. And be, yeah, and Mal- Malcolm X warned everybody about the Democrats. They're like, white liberals are going to destroy the world. And it's happening. Um, yeah. So all the wheat bushels are now... They're having problems with that. They've been paying farmers all over the country to either destroy their crops or sell them and risk not not being able to sell all their crops. For some reason this year, they won't get tax write-offs. But if they destroy their crops, they'll get a massive tax write-off. So some farmers were talking out about that. Why are they telling us to destroy our crops? They have the processing plants that were all catching on fire, over a dozen of them. You have ships with goods sinking or being stuck in specific areas of the world and and ports of entry, you know, with with food. You have they're running around saying, you know, the the birds and the pork and and, and they're doing PCR tests and there's swine flu and bird flu and all these, you know, meat. Monkey flus, or, Yeah, monkey pox and all this. Monkey shit. pox. Right. <laughs> it's like monkey see, monkey do. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you have all these, this crazy shit happening everywhere with, with the food. I think for people that got prepared, that have storable food, and I'm not talking about, oh, well, I got two weeks, because I got friends that are kind of conspiracy. They, yeah, well, I got two weeks. And I'm like, yeah, you should have a minimum of two months, dude. Like, if I was you, I'd have six months of storable food. Minimum. Water filters, flashlights. A, a firearm if you can get it because and and then i think about what they might do to farmers too like if shit yeah. goes bad you know no, not, not only not only because shit is going bad 
but because uh, between BlackRock buying all the properties in, yes. in real estate and Bill Gates buying all the farms and the yes. farmers, uh, the the regular farmer is going to be kicked out of a major major economy. They're going yes. to do to them what Bill Gates did to the software engineers of the 90s. Yes. Back in the 90s, he would buy the the competition and break it from the inside. Yes. Or put them to work for him. Yes. But he was a ruthless businessman. Mm -hmm. And now he's in the business of farms. Yeah. And feeding and people think, with an agenda against meat. He thinks he's a doctor stroke scientist as well. Yeah. Conveniently. A man yeah, of many kinds. I think in areas where uh, you can, you know, in like rural areas, not cities, they may be okay. Uh, but that depends. They may porter. They may poison our water supply so we can't fish or drink water. It may be the only place we can get food or water for are these people at the top. See, for me, I'm like, fuck it. I'll, like, I'll go down fighting. I don't one way or another. I'll, I'll, you know what I mean? Like, like it says in the Constitution, we can smoke the government. I, I will take that literally at a certain point. Like, uh, what was it? It was like, what was it, like two, three hundred years ago, the, the Boston Tea Party or whatever, and the revolution. They they like basically started a war over a two percent tea tax. I mean, look at today. <laughs> they'll throw a mask on you and your kids. They'll destroy your business. They'll they'll lock you indoors. They'll they'll tell you you got to get vaccinated. They're they're taxing us thirty percent. So like the modern man, it compared to a couple of hundred years ago, according to what they say, these guys started a war over two percent raise in tea tax. Like, what's going on now? Like nobody's, nobody's doing shit. And I and I'm I'm worried because like if you look at like COVID, how people went crazy over the toilet paper. You remember that? Yes. Yes. They went. Yeah. They, they went out. And they bought all the toilet paper. Imagine if they do that with food. Good luck. But do you think those shelves are going to get replenished in the next week? That ain't happening, dude. Once it's yeah. gone, the food is gone, dude. It's strategic. These guys are strategic about how they're getting rid of the food. So once it's gone, you know, and even if you do get a, a new shipment in the markets, what are the chances that you're going to be able to get it before everyone else does? Yeah, everybody's so, going to be rushing for it. Yeah, so you better know a farmer or a hunter or, or know how to farm or garden or, or have be, be used to fasting, which is what I'm trying to do now. I just did a 32-hour fast. Yesterday was water and tea. And today for six hours, I did dry, no water or nothing. And then I broke it a couple of hours ago. And I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I'm going to try and do it every other day for as that's long as I idea. can. Yeah, just to get idea. used to it. Yeah. yeah interesting. That's interesting. I don't know if I could do that, but... I've never tried it, mate. I've never tried it. So you, you know, you'll you'll. It's the first fifteen hours of no food is the hardest, but you just keep drinking water. You can drink lemon. You can drink uh, even if you wanted to drink like a little bit of cayenne pepper, because so, the cayenne pepper and the lemon will make your stomach feel like it's full. And you can drink herbal teas, but you can't have sugar. You can't have 
fats, you can't have protein, nothing that will take you out of a fat fasted state. But after 15 hours, it's, it's nothing, you know, I've done multiple four day water fasts. Right. Interesting that, mate. Is it, um, like, like after that 15 hours, do you not want anything after it or do you just keep going? It's yeah. It's not that you don't want it. You're just like, you're just like, uh, I'm not really hungry. Um, yeah. it kind of, like, it, it feels like it's always different. Like the first day sometimes is the hardest. Yesterday wasn't that hard. Um, and th this morning wasn't hard. Um, when when I added the dry component with no food, no water, that became hard. Um, right, right, right. Uh, but I've done a two day dry fast. I did that, you know, 22 years ago, or no food, no water for two days, and then I oh, went and I got no into a, a sweat lodge. So no food or water, and then I went into like you know what a sweat lodge is, like, like a, a sauna, steam sauna. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah when it, the natives do the the Indios do the the sweat lodge steam sauna, and uh, and that was crazy. I had all these visions and stuff, but I hadn't <laughs> done a dry fast in a long time. But you know, you, I noticed like when I do like the four day ones, which I haven't done in a while. It's usually the first day and the third day that are the hardest, but the second and fourth seem really easy. You know, um, when you have the water, lemon, and cayenne pepper? Yes. What, what, what does that do to you, that mean? Well, parasites don't like cayenne. Uh, right, right. So, like, if, if I was going to do, like, a... Because they have the master cleanse, which is maple syrup, which has, you know, vitamins and minerals and sugars, which will keep you running. Um, uh lemon and cayenne pepper uh i would probably add like herbs to that to do like an actual parasite cleanse um but if you're going to do parasite cleanses you want to clean your colon out first so you want to either get like a colonic or enemas do enemas for a few days and then you do a parasite cleanse <clears throat> juan what part of are, you're in mexico yeah. What part of Mexico are you in? In Yucatan. Okay. In the Yucatan the, Peninsula. Yeah, where the Mayans were. Where the Mayans were. Yeah, I, I thought they had disappeared, but they didn't disappear. They uh, they moved the cities, and they some of them stayed behind. When they moved the cities and the collapse happened, it was a relative collapse, because even though in Yucatan there were no Maya cities in the moment, they were in Guatemala, and mm. in fact, it's in that period of the Mayan um, civilization that they finished their holy book, the uh, Popol Vuh. Okay. They finally find a, a way to beat the, the evil of the book, and they do it over there. But the Mayans stayed uh, here in Yucatan. When the Spaniards came to conquest, they found Spanish people living with a, a royal family in, in Yucatan, royal family of Mayans. The, the, there was a, a Spaniard that was a slave. He went with Cortes. And the one who was a prince or prince co consort, he stayed behind with his Yucatan woman, like I would have done, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Right. Yeah, I moved from Mexico City over here, and I I got married here. Hmm. Yeah, man. What's 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 really crazy is like um, like when we study like a lot of the ancient civilizations, whether it's like Egyptian or Jewish or Islamic or Aztec or um, you know the the Satanists from Europe. Um, there's always this weird <laughs> element of human sacrificing involved, huh? Yeah, and, always. Yeah, yeah. And like for me, I'm like. It's the same as today. It's like because what a lot of the crowd will say is, oh, it's it's evil white men. And I'm like, no, that's yeah, just yeah. what's happening now in America. But, you know, black people sold black slaves to white colonials. White people came here with white slaves called the Irish to America. You know, native people, you know, slaughtered each other human sacrificing slavery all that stuff before the white people got here and it's the same thing it's just it's happening all over again and i don't know for sure but i believe somewhere along the lines uh i don't know if it was the nephilims or what but some someone got into the blood pool of every culture on the planet and infected it with this demonic evil. Right? Like it's like, oh, well, we got to sacrifice these people to the sun or we got to sacrifice these people to the devil yeah. or and you're just like, what 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 fucking, you know, worlds do you think that that's a good thing? Like and they believe yeah, it's yeah. for for God and it's just like So I I think yeah, but- it like it infected all civilizations centuries ago, somehow, yeah. some way. The, the, the Moloch mimetic virus, so to speak. Yes. Ball and Moloch. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Kazarians or, you know, Canaanites or whatever, Phoenicians. Yeah, the list goes on, mate, doesn't it? It's... Um... It's been going on for thousands of years. So, so Juan, what's uh, what's the um, what's the climate like in your area as far as like the COVID goes, as well as like the food situation? Well, uh, in terms of COVID, it uh, really ravaged the land. It really took a lot of lives. A lot of people died. Uh, I know some people that died. It, it was pretty rough on the cities of, of Mexico because we're, we're very hygienic people. Mm-hmm. However, having said that, uh, just terrible diets, mm, health, yes, diets, uh, attitudes, and, and diets, and so on, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we here in Yucatan we shower twice a day, but that doesn't mean we eat clean, you know. Yeah. I was so down in that, that was, was a big 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 problem. The the new the new I'm sorry after covid ended it didn't really affect the small population of of Mayans that it still exist. It didn't affect them much because there's not a lot of people going out and in of those communities. Mm-hmm. So to this day I don't think it ever hit them. Do they guard it? It, they got rid of it. 
Do they garden a lot or anything like that? Are they yeah. Farm? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They farm. So, so in terms of food, it's very safe place. Yeah. So, so uh, I was down in Tijuana. I want to say three months ago. I was down there like three times because I was getting dental work done, and I'm I have a pretty healthy diet, and I just was like, man, like, what? There's like no healthy food down here, and yeah. like it was just it was just like really rare and. In America, like the Indian reservations got ravaged and it's, it's like, yeah, COVID's killing people. Cause I got it and I wound up with blood clots in, in my leg, thrombosis on my leg. Right. Oh, it, uh, yeah. It almost, shit, almost huh? killed me. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm, and I'm Jeez. going to kickboxing three times, four times a week. I eat healthy. It almost took me out, but I know for a fact that I, um, I do eat too much sugar sometimes, even though I'm not eating like cakes and ice creams and shit. I do eat lots of fruit and dried and dried fruit and, and that. Yeah, and there's chocolate. a lot of sugar in that, mate. In that. Yeah, and, and a lot of chocolate in that. Um, uh, but yeah, it almost killed me. And I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the health on the reservations and in Mexico and in, in South America. There's a, new, there's a new epidemic that maybe the, the reservations in America might be affected as well. In Mexico, there has been at least 40, 40 cases of children with hepatitis. Mm. What kind of hepatitis? Did... I don't know. Uh, they, there's a scale of hepatitis starting with the A. I think it's in the A or B. Okay, so a, a lot of times what could happen is, is because of people's diets and fructose and you know, all this shit that they're putting in the foods, yeah, it yeah. can make your, it can give you fatty liver disease, which I've had in the past. Like I have to be really careful about not eating too much sugar um, yeah. because my liver will start to hurt. Um, and you can actually get a form of hepatitis from fatty liver disease. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. That, right? It really is. Um, that It's something so serious as well. Yeah. Well, and what's really like messed up is because like during COVID, they, they told people they're like, yes, uh, elderly people, people with pre-existing conditions and those that are overweight are going to be the most likely to be affected by this virus. Children aren't affected, even though they're like force vaccinating kids all over now. Um, yeah. But they told us people that are overweight are going to be the most affected. And then they closed down all of our gyms and they kept all of the fast food restaurants open, you know? So that was very telling. Yes. That, that in particular was very telling and because so, McDonald's didn't go down, but every restaurant that was yeah. healthy went yes. down. That well, caused a lot of problems here in Yucatan because it's basically a big service economy. If they shut everything down and you can't, you can barely leave your house. You can't go to work. If there's, if it closed down, the service industry just disappears. Doesn't have a job from one month to next. Mm -hmm. It was the economic devastation here in Mexico was very terrible. We're finally going out of it. What I think their 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 goal with that is because there there there's going to be mother there's going to be more lockdowns coming. Um, their goal with that is is to get rid of all the the restaurants that are like self-sufficient 
that are like, I, I don't care if this person's vaccinated. They're coming to eat at my restaurant. They want everybody following the protocol. Well, if you're not vaccinated, you can't eat here. And then for uh, grocery stores, they don't want you to have a small market. They want massive markets, uh, you know, H-E-B, Vallarta, Ralph's, Vaughn, Safeway, all the big food chains to have control over who can buy food, which is why they closed down all the businesses. Because what if you have your own private grocery store and you're not following the the vaccine card protocol? Because you you want to make money and you don't want to treat people like animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With regards to junk food, Juan, what what kind of uh, junk food is it? What do you mean? Juan. Yeah. What, what kind of junk, junk food, like, um, is you saying it's causing the problem? Is it like burgers and stuff? We don't know. What, like, like, we don't know what's like tacos and stuff. Like tacos and stuff like that, they're going to be quite healthy, can't they? Well, burgers aren't that un- unhealthy. It's like, but if you're oh, eating a lot yeah, yeah. If you eat a lot of meat, I mean, you don't want to eat fast food because. Number one, they find human meat in fast food all the time. Oh. I mean, you just go online and look that up. Like, they're putting human meat in it. And I'm like, yeah, because they're cheap and they also want you to become accustomed. Think about all the people that go to fast food. They're the ones that are getting vaccinated. They're the ones that are telling you to stay home, save lives. They're the ones that trust the government. Most they tell of the you people, to be healthy. Yeah. Little vaccines. Well, they're you going healthy. to McDonald's. Yeah. So these are the people that are more than likely following what the government tells them. So, yeah, you know, when, yeah. when, when they're already accustomed to the taste of human flesh because it gets put in the fast food restaurants. And, and, and I'm just talking about what they've found. Imagine how many times there's been human meat in fast food restaurants that, that they didn't even discover. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah, uh, yeah, and then what? What like they're talking about? Like what was I, I forget what book it was in, but like they were gonna feed people a mixture of soy and human meat and insects, and that's what they're gonna try and feed us in the future. And they're gonna try and tell us it's because of climate change and we gotta save the earth and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. When really it's like you guys are the ones destroying it, and why? you know, half a society is so weak and stupid and is not like, well, you guys are creating all these products that are destroying the world. Like, why don't you stop doing what you're doing and provide us with a healthier outcome? But it's like these people, they've ate so much bad foods and and drank so much sodas and all this stuff that their mind isn't right anymore. They can't think yeah. straight. And then you add vaccines and pharmaceuticals and all this other they crap have eaten in it. too many microplastics exactly have you seen this yes microplastics are being uh, taken off dead bodies they, they found out they eat as much as a credit card worth of plastic in very yes. tiny form but that has to poison a human being because if you have that for years and years it has to have an effect yes 
Absolutely. Which is another reason why I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get way more into fasting because when you do fasts, yeah, your body, what happens is when, because your body goes into ketosis or autophagy, which it's got to have some type of fuel. Well, if it's got no food to, to eat off of, it starts eating off things in your body that aren't supposed to be there. Viruses, bacterias, um, you know, cancer cells, dead cells, your virus starts eating the waste inside of it. Right. Yeah. When you're fasting. And so, um, yeah. So if you're, if you're fasting enough, it's very important. It's very important right now to be careful of what you put to, to your own body. Absolutely. In every sense, not just in what you smoke, for example, but also in what you eat, what you drink. Mm-hmm. Even, I don't know, I, what, what, what I fear is that the microplastics are coming from the mask. That's well, I, co- yes, masks, and they're spraying uh, it on us. They're spraying it on us with, with the, the chemtrails. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the stuff that they're spraying over these forests is flammable. And it, it's, it's also, uh, it's reflective. So the sun hits the forests harder and, and it, dries the, yeah, yeah, yeah. it dries the forests out. They've also removed all the trees from alongside the rivers and the rivers are drying up. So it's literally like, and then when you look at like the people that are doing this, like I can be mad at the government all, all, all I want, but the people agree with it, right? It's like I said, 200 years ago, they started a war over a 2% tax on teas. Now you could damn near fuck other people's children and they won't do nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're so, all at it, that's why. Yeah. It's, they're literally parasitic human beings. And, you know, what does the parasite do? It, it eats off his host until they die because... They, the parasites usually are really greedy. They don't pace themselves. And, you know, they die. And that's yeah, yeah. like our politicians. Well, Which, what do you think of um, Elon Musk, mate? Hard to say. I mean, I he's definitely a transhumanist. And, and I know that transhumanism yeah, is yeah. a big part of the satanic uh, agenda is uh mixing technology with biology um so that you know man can play god and download people's souls into hard drives and you know they could have this ai super state um but again like i think like like there's six billion of us on the planet we're all so different in so many ways i think even in these cults like I mean, we're dealing with the most evil people in the world, so they have no love in their hearts. So how can they love their family? You think freaking Hillary Clinton really, truly loves Bill? You think she loves Bill Gates or Bill Gates really loves his wife or... Or his daughter. Yeah, any of these people. Or his daughter, (laughs) for that that matter. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they really love anyone? No, they have no love in their hearts. So if they have no love in their hearts, they have no loyalty. So these guys can have this elaborate plan 
to take over the world. And uh, what's happening now is I think a lot of the key players in a lot of these like Masonic cults and these low level members yeah. of this group, they're getting pinched out now. They're, they're going to start losing money as millionaires, right? Small millionaires, millionaires nonetheless, they're going to get pinched out and they were part of the, of the club, right? Well, then they're going to, then they're going to, you know, multi-millionaires are going to get pinched out and then it's going to move up to multi-multi-millionaires and then billionaires because at the end of the day, there's only a small group of people at the top. But in order for That's this true. small group of people to function, they need people, particularly us, not to build them cities or whatever because they've already got all that. Yeah. Uh, and they've got, you know, the underground, the, the deep underground military bases, the dumbs you know, all these underground things that they have yeah. built for them with with, you know, solar panels in there and, 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 and specific lights to help them grow vegetables. And they've probably got, you know, freezers packed full of elk and bison and vacuum sealed bags. And, you know, they'll have access to people's children so they can keep drinking blood, which they call the fountain of youth. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, they need levels, these lower levels of the pyramid to survive in the end. Uh, but yeah. they think yeah. they can break away from that. So eventually I think what's going to happen is like people like Elon Musk are seeing it now. Trump started seeing it because I think that they're members of the cult too. Uh, they just might not be as evil as the other guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're eventually yeah, going to fight. They're going to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but not after, not till after they take down a bunch of us. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like you said, they, they need those. They need the slaves. Yeah, and then they uh, they've uh, given us the illusion of freedom. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, that that that's all they do with the. I mean, it's like. It's like disclosure, like for fucking aliens, per se. Do you think that's going to be coming? You know, I don't know. It's, it's. I think it. They're they're always going to tease us with the alien thing. Now, if, if there's aliens, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm like a complete flat earther, because for all I know, the globe is a hundred to a thousand times bigger than it what they tell us. And then there's a dome over this area that we're on, but where we're at, I believe there's a dome, a firmament over it. And the, and the reason why I truly believe that is every ancient civilization outside of NASA depicts a dome under a flat plane. What, you know? what, what are your views on hollow earth, right? But us yeah. Being in yeah. The if there's earth aliens, I think they're in Antarctica. I think they're in the hollow earth. They're in caves. I think they're in the ocean. If there's aliens, Show I think me. they're already yeah. here. And I used to be really big into UFOs and aliens and all this crap and astrology. And I, I still believe in astrology, but I don't think astrology has as much to do with the stars as it has to do with the seasons of the earth, as well as the geographic locations the meridians, like, I think it has way less to do with the stars than it has to do with the earth, right? Like, just the earth has follows seasons. So 
naturally, if, if, if nature has laws in it, natural law, well, human nature is a replication of mother nature. So we're going to follow those same laws in different ways. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know about the aliens. Right. I think they're already here. I believe in interdimensional beings. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm leaning that way myself, mate. You know, I like to. to I used to be like, so fascinated. Different by dimensions. Aliens. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Because, like, some of the stories you hear, they are the fucking. They're fascinating, aren't they? Well, like, I, I thought about this last night. I was breaking something down on my podcast. I was like, I was like, you guys want to know, um, like in the in the Bible, again, I, I, I'm not what you would call a classic Christian at all, because I do Buddhist meditations, I do native right. ceremonies, uh, but I also like, there's mystical aspects to the Bible, as well as, you know, the Hindu Bible and every, every Bible of every religion, but it says in the Bible, I forget where it's at, like Werner von Braun, the head of NASA, the Nazi scientist, has it on his grave. I think it's Psalms or something, but it says, um, uh, God declare the glory of heaven above and the firmament showeth his handiwork, which a lot of people wouldn't get. The firmament is the dome, right? Uh, and so when you look at a prism, through the lens of like a, a sun or whatever, and the prism shines on the wall, it shows the shape of the prism. Maybe it's a little distorted or whatever, but it shows the shape of the, the prism and those seven, those rainbow colors on the wall, right? Yeah. Well, what did God's covenant, according to the Christian theology, what was it? Is God's covenant to man was the rainbow. The rainbow. Exactly. Well, why, of course, the rainbow is in the shape of a dome. True, mate. So, true. true. And I, I have not heard anyone else say this but me. So, to be, to, to be fair with you, mate, I, neither have I. I've got a fucking daft smirk on my face now. Now, I'm not that saying is, we uh, live on a completely flat earth. Because, like I said, yeah. the earth could be a thousand times larger than what we think it is but and, and it yeah. could be a globe right but where we are at whether it's flat or not we're underneath a dome dude like i don't know about the meteors i don't know like if that had to do with angels or demons coming through portals and launching missiles on the earth or or what i i don't know but Everything that NASA says and these scientists say, you just look into it. It's a fucking lie. You're making up fairy tales. Tell me how President Nixon talked to astronauts in outer space from a fucking AT&T landline. Tell me how NASA was able to go to the fucking moon six times <laughs> in the 60s. But now they tell us, Don Pettit, that the, the head guy at NASA says, Oh well, we lost the technology to get to the moon, and it would be a painful process to cut. To they get even back. lost. They even lost where they they landed the first time. Yeah, that's what I'm they saying. Can't find, they can't. They cannot find the the the, the flag, which would still be there if they Absolutely. did it. Absolutely. Yeah. They can't find it. What? How? Well, how do you lose something on the moon? Did you put <laughs> it in a door? Yeah, it doesn't do even. It doesn't even move. 
It's a move. It's like, it doesn't so even weird. spin. Right? You can't applaud in it. So they, 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 you're carrying the parking lot. Only words. Don, Don Pettit says, oh, well, we, uh, we can't get back to the moon now. I'm like, okay, you can't get to the moon is, is, is the fairy tale you're telling me. Because I don't believe you guys ever went. And if you did go, you found out you couldn't land on the fucking thing. That it was way different than the bullshit you're telling us. Or that it might even be a, a hologram or a projection, for all we know. I don't fucking know. Um, I'll tell you what, though. You're claiming you can't get to the moon now, but that you can get a Land Rover to Mars, which Mars? is supposed to be yeah. infinitely further than the moon. And, and the fucking Land Rover gets better reception than my cell phone does in the bathroom. Yeah, it's fucking... They, they, they must think that we're like all like uh, fucking idiots. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I just like... I, I, I like a lot of this stuff. So when I, when I like... like like, like people think they think, oh, you're fucking stupid. You're crazy. Uh, flat Earth. Uh, it's laughable. It's like, you know, they used to teach that in the 1800s. They, they taught that in yeah, until the early yeah. 1900s. And they think scientists were the ones that said that there was a globe. No, no. And all the atheists worship science, right? Man, man it's man worship. They're going to, oh, man's going to save us, even though man's been destroying the Earth for the last 200 years with science. Yeah, yeah. Science is going to save us, you fucking retards. Um, so but you look now, it's like, it, it, it's, it's like you, the people that created this globe fairy tale were fucking pedophiles from the Vatican. It was a Pope that created that story. So it's like, you guys hate religion, but you go off the, the fairy tale that some Pope created in the Vatican. And you know that the Vatican is behind it because who was the, the Vatican allies with during World War II? The Nazis. Yeah, they were, mate. They were. Juan, you probably know. How did the, the Nazis get to South America? By ship. By ship through the papacy, through, through, yeah, through, through the Catholic through Church. The, through right? the Catholic Church. Yeah, so they, that's how they established Colonia Dignidad in Chile. Yeah. And so, so now you look at, like, okay, well... The, the Vatican is, the, the Pope creates this fairy tale that we live on a spinning globe that's going half a million miles an hour, you know, randomly throughout outer space. But we can only see one version of the stars in the sky, which makes no fucking sense. And then you got NASA saying the same thing. Well, who started NASA? The Nazis. Well, the Vatican and the Nazis are at it again, guys. But you believe them and you trust them. It's like, I don't trust racists and pedophiles. I'm sorry, and I'm never gonna. I don't care how many dipshits around me believe that. I don't. There's just too much evidence at this point to point to that aliens, if they exist, they're already here. But here's another weird thing about aliens too, bro, that, that I question a lot. I'm like, I'm like, man, we got cameras everywhere. I know we've seen UFOs because I've seen them. But according to the, the conspiracy narrative, the Nazis created the UFOs, which I could kind of believe. These guys created it yeah. as technologies, yeah. right? After yeah, making the, the missiles and so on. Yeah. 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 yeah it's highly believable. So. Oh, they didn't have that, uh, that Nazi uh, schematic for a UFO called the Bell. 
and the bell. According, I've, I've heard about that, mate. I've heard about that. Yeah, yes. it's called the bell. Yes, the bell. It I looks remember like that. the bell that the Americans have in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? Like they may be uh, shaping these. You are, and you guys, this is gonna trip you guys out because I just thought of it right now. They may be shaping these Nazi aircraft like bells because of the sound vibrations it creates, and we. No, like looking at the ancient, what they call Tartarian, which I call millennial reign of Christ architecture, because Christ was known as the master builder, the master architect. They didn't use wood back then. They used stone and masonry, right? So right. Uh, you look at like, you know, this architecture that's all over the planet that, that, that for whatever reason, every world war, these guys just start destroying all this incredible architecture for whatever reason and museums and Alexandria and all this stuff. What is the theme of how they moved these stones? They always say it was probably sound. They probably used sound yeah. vibrations. So I don't know, maybe the vibrations these UFOs create is able to propel them in all these different directions at the speed of light or whatever, or sound. According to Michael Aquino, that bell, that UFO-shaped bell, or bell-shaped UFO, uh -huh. is, in the, is in the control of the American government in, in the Colorado mountains. Interesting. Has it mm. got something, isn't and, something to do with uh, time travel, the bell? It, I don't I, know. I, maybe, maybe. It would make know. sense for a Nazi scientist to investigate how to travel in time. It would very, very, it would be very in keeping with the Nazis. They were obsessed with time. If, uh, if their you, whole thing is to bring back the past. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 They, the, they, they the want lights to... and gods and all of yes. that pagan stuff. Well, yes. it's it's a, it's a time travel. They want to make the past uh, the present one more time. Well, and like you were asking me, what would I think about aliens? Here's another thing. We've got cameras on every fucking street corner in the world. Where's the video footage of the aliens? Yeah, exactly. You have got a, a huge point there, mate. Everybody's got a ring light on their door now. Where are the video footage of the aliens? Now, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm not saying, but if they do, I think they're already here. And they're way smarter than us. I think Bigfoot exists and he's way smarter than us. I think oh, a lot of these definitely. these chimeras exist and they're like they're like they have senses like even more advanced than like deers and like you know wolves and all these guys just have super senses. Like so like yeah. they could hear us from like a mile away and they're they're gone. Right? And if they get this, caught, they'll this kill chimera us. Even made an appearance on on the news. I, I don't remember the the newspaper, but they published that they had in fact managed to create uh, a chimera of a pig and a human being, and it lived for like yes. four months or something yes. like that. And it said there that due to lack of funding, they haven't been able to accelerate the the process because of lack of money. 
Which yeah, I right. Doubt. I very wow. much doubt. That. Yeah. yeah, come on. You guys know these scumbags at the top, these these demonic pedophiles, if they found out that, that, that we could create chimeras, they'd be dumping more money into that than the military because they'd be like, oh, my God, we're going to create shark people that are going to eat people alive on the streets and and bear people and whale people. We're going to cross Weapons of war. Yeah, exactly. Weapons of war yeah. to be that's the what, Chinese. That's what they would use you for, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Warfare against the Chinese. Well, there's a. I watched this video the other day about how pigs may be uh, a subspecies of humans, and that's why all the religions say not to eat pigs, because like if you like look into like like biblical texts and stuff, there's like things that talk about splicing and man begot his seed with the beast, um, and, and um, you know, the, the splicing is nothing new. And I'm always open to like, yeah, I believe that there's an ultimate creator, that there's an ultimate creator God. But I, I don't know, did the Nephilims and the Watchers come down here and the Anunnaki come down here and create us? I don't know. Who yeah. knows? Right. Um, but I believe that they, you know, the centaurs and the pans and the mermaids, I think that all this shit existed. Yeah, I think it exists. Right. Look, look at look at the the, the creatures in the, and on the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah, I the mean, creatures the possibilities. In... The possibilities, yeah. mate. They're en they're endless, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and and it's like like you said earlier, it's going back. It's nearly every civilization is the same story, roughly. Yeah. And and I don't know if it has to do with um, uh, what do they call that uh, time periods like ages like the golden age the silver age the bronze age of, yeah. it's a season of ages really. yes just yes. like the just like there is seasons on the planet there are seasons on history absolutely and when it's the golden age is the golden age for everyone yes when it's the bronze age is the bronze age for everyone. And when it's the Kali Yuga, the age of iron, it's the same for everyone. Yes. That's why the Renaissance happens to everyone at once, instead of constant Renaissances across the world, one leading to the next. You don't have that in history. What you have is that when there's a Renaissance, there's a Renaissance the worldwide. And, and the opposite is true as well. When you have really bad times and a lot of catastrophes, it happens the world across. We're all in this together. Yes. We, we don't like the Chinese or whatever ethnicity. We're all in this together. Absolutely. You're right there, mate. You're right. right. Well, and like with the ages, like that's where I think like this architecture came from. These specific ages, right? Like yeah. the pyramids, I feel like are probably some of the oldest architecture on the planet. And then you look into like a lot of the architecture and the star forts. That they say they, they built in the 1800s, which I know is complete bullshit because you definitely didn't build that stuff with horses and buggies. Uh, I think <laughs> there was was a, a, an age where, you know, they, they, you know, kept building this this what what would be documented as European style architecture, even though it was all over the planet. Exactly. Uh, all over the planet. Neoclassical I, architecture. It's called neoclassical. Yeah. Well, it's, I did. A, it's the world over. Classical. 
There, there's a neoclassical in, in, in Mexico, in Argentina, in, in a lot of uh, rich southern uh, provinces of Spain. Yeah, well, I want. There, I went to Barcelona because we weren't at war with beauty until the 20th century. We have yes. only been at war with beauty for a hundred years, and look how much progress we have made. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's a worldwide phenomenon. They're trying to destroy women and men. They, there is they are clearly at a war with beauty, right? Yeah. Oh, seems that way, doesn't it? Seems moral that way. relativism. When I went to the, and I did a podcast with General Lee and New York Patriot, yes, where I talked yes, about did, the mate. millennial reign of Christ and how yeah. I believe that Christ could have been one person, but I believe that Christ was a multitude of people that were trained in a specific manner, high spiritual manner, and and they the 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 they were trained architecturally to create things with living vibrations, which is what, you know, based off sacred geometry, so that when you walked in, when I walked into these churches, which I believe the Catholic Church stole, they didn't build this shit. When I walked into these ancient churches in uh, Spain and Barcelona, uh, I got the chills. I felt like I was on mushrooms. It was crazy. Oh, it was yeah. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I felt Wait like until I was... you see the cathedrals here in Mexico. The one in Puebla, it has so much gold. It it, it weighs too much. It it almost pulled the entire building down because of all the gold it's carrying. They had to take away a lot of gold, and I mean a lot, enough for like two or three years worth of economy in the zone in the, in Puebla, in that part of the country, and uh -huh. it still has more gold than you can imagine. Yeah. You can look at that, that cathedral for days and, and still find gold where you didn't expect gold to be. And the, the occult... It, um, What's that? Sorry, make one. It's okay. I was going to say the oh. occult implications of, like, gold uh, and, and these... The, the way these, you know, cathedrals are built on the, the meridians and the ley lines of the earth. Yeah. Yes. Uh is is like well in in the bible christ is um the son the son of god well the sun in the sky's element is gold right the the leo the element is is gold the planet is the sun well they refer to god as the lion of judah our, yeah. uh, Christ is the Lion of Judah. Um, Tiki Viracocha, and you know who Tiki Viracocha is, builder of Machu Picchu? His story mm -hmm. parallels the story of Jesus. Down to, oh, yeah. he, he's melting mountains like wax. He shows up with gold. He walks across water. He, he builds Machu Picchu. He's a master builder. He speaks love, healing, and truth. And, and, and uh, you know, he's wearing a white robe. He's got long hair and a beard. And when he leaves, he walks across water towards uh, on the Pacific Ocean towards the east, towards Hawaii. Well, Hawaii. Like Quetzalcoatl did once for the for the Aztecs. Yeah. Well, that's why they thought Cortez was the return. Uh -huh. of, of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. Of it, the, the, the Americas, the Jesus of the Americas. 
Yes. So the why white would you with a beard that yeah. can walk on water? Why would you think Quetzalcoatl is is the feathered serpent if these guys thought he was a human being? Right. The, the, the Aztecs clearly thought he had a beard and long hair. Mm-hmm. So who knows what the feathered serpent represents? It, that Could that be Quetzalcoatl? I, I don't know. That could be Quetzalcoatl's symbol. Yeah. But these guys thought Quetzalcoatl was a man. And that's mm-hmm. how they got deceived. But yeah. like the gold all over these temples and stuff which is why I think, uh, like, if we go off, if we go off what the Bible says, the thousand-year reign of Christ already happened. The devil went back to hell for a thousand years, and they released the devil right now in this time period to deceive the nations. So, like, if you look at all, like, the government and the world economic, these guys are pure satanic, dude. Oh, yeah, they are the embodiment yeah. of Satan in the flesh. There's yeah, nothing it, like, more evil. Yeah, it, it t- ties into like uh, the time of Ariman as well. I mean, you've got like, Ariman, yes. yeah. you've got Sorath, Sun Demon. It all ties into place. You're going to have to send me information on that. Oh, yeah, Ariman, we'll do, mate. Yeah, yeah. Ariman is the god of darkness of Zoroaster. Of oh, Zoroastrianism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, there's a god of light and the god of, of darkness. The, this god of darkness is viewed by many uh, theologians after Zoroaster as okay. the darkness before the creation. Okay. And yes, the, nice one. the German nice one. mystic now called Rudolf Steiner yes. uh, wrote a book about Ariman and the Arimanic uh, deception. Which is to take the 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 darkness before creation and transform it into a human being, which is the Antichrist. The Christians wow. call it the Antichrist. Wow. Fucking fascinating it is, mate. It's like oh, Enlil yeah. and Anki with the Anunnaki. Right? Mm-hmm. The brothers, yeah. one wants to save the humans and the other wants to destroy them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and all those different civilizations again. Yeah. The Zoroaster was considered among the Christians as a pagan that knew the truth. One of there's a, there's a name for it when they considered someone pagan before the before Christ to be so wise as someone that would undoubtedly take the existence of Christ as as, as a fact. You know. Like, if Zoroaster had been alive in 500 before Christ, he would have ended up being a Christian. Or Plato, for example. Yeah. These people would have ended up being Christians. I just like to, I like to reference the Bible because so much of what it says, like, a lot of the archetypes, a lot of the history, a lot of what it says, it applies so much to what's going on today. And I always tell people... When does the... When does the Millennial Kingdom of Christ end? Uh, I believe that would have been the 16. Okay, so what I think was would be the Millennial Kingdom of Christ would have been during the Dark Ages, right? The because, Dark Ages, right? Right, right? Satanists love to invert the truth. So, oh yeah, it's the Dark Ages. Oh my God, it was horrible. There was all this murder. 
when really what was probably happening was Christ came back to show the world, hey, this is how beautiful it could be. Look at look at all this architecture. Look, you go to you go to these churches every Sunday and we yes, listen to this yes. music that heals our body and we live in accordance and we meditate and, and, and we cook good food or we don't even have to eat because our bodies are so pure. Uh, and, and, and you guys remember how bad it was. You don't want that again, do you? Um, so the Satanists say, oh, it's the dark ages. And then they, then what happens is, is, you know, after the mud floods or whatever, it becomes the age of enlightenment around the 1600s or the 1500s, right? The age of enlightenment, the mm -hmm. scientific age. Well, this is clearly not an age of enlightenment. So they're always inverting the truth. It's like this is yeah. this is the fucking dark ages right now, right? When you're telling children that they could be transitioned and, and, and you're putting poisons in our water and pesticides in our food <laughs> yeah. and, and and you have technology that can run cars off water, but instead we go with you know inefficient gas. And, and, and in the 70s, they had engines that could get 100 miles to the gallon with gas. What happened to that? Right. It's like we got a gas. Oh, yeah. Let's bring back those old engines. Exactly. Just yeah. right? Folks, everybody over on the. Yeah. So this the is technology does dark exist, age. but they don't want them to use the technology. No, because we're in a dark. Because age. the technology does exist. Yeah. And, and when it, did it end? Did it end in, in the age of enlightenment? Uh, well, if you go like even if you look at like a lot of like the technology in the late 1800s, early 1900s, they still had a lot of this incredible technology, but the people at the top, the satanic uh, mafia, decided they were yeah. going to get rid of it all. Are they going to hide it or destroy it? Um, they didn't want us to have that stuff. The hydroelectricity, the the the, the mag the magnets, the alternating current, um, mm -hmm. you know, the things like that. And and um, so now we're stuck with this slave technology and this slave science. And everybody's eating it up like it's amazing, but it is—it's the great deception. So, and, and then you go to—you can go back to like Krampus, the you know the guy that's like always Krampus, stealing, yes, yeah. yeah, putting the children in the bag and stuff. Yes. Well, yeah. Krampus mm -hmm. is clearly Satan. If you look at Krampus, he's—he's he's always unchained. Well, yes, Satan got. Out. Yeah. And he's stealing all the children. Satan got chained into the pit of hell for a thousand years. And then he was unchained onto the world to deceive the nations. Well, to me, Krampus okay. might have been the depiction. Because we know the satanic, the, 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 the center of Satanism came out of Europe, the Vatican. Yeah. Um, and that's where Krampus came from. So mm. was, was that the symbol to let people know? Hey, Satan got unchained. And he's out, he's loosed on the world, he's deceiving the nations yeah. now because look yeah. at the deception now. 50%, 40% of humanity is under the biggest spell. And then another 20% is going oh, along with it because they more, don't want to get ridiculed. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably more. Um, it, it, it's frightening. And, you know, now that you mention it about Krampus and, and the idea of looking at this unchained creature and knowing that Satan has been um, unleashed. It reminds me of something in history, of uh, some things in history, a pattern. There's a pattern when, when it comes to the really, really, really uh, powerful people like the crown of England or the crown of the Holy Roman Empire, mm -hmm. which was very important yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah. 
they always do this thing where they give you the information. The idea is they give you the information and you accept or decline. And once you do that, it's on you. The responsibility is yours. If yes. there's everything, if anything goes wrong. Well, if they, the, the British are famous for always giving you information in a way that doesn't make sense at the moment. Just check at every uh, opening of Olympics they have done, England has done, and look at it two years to the future of that date. Back when they did it in 20, I don't remember the year, but they had um, kids in beds, in hospital beds, and a doctor with a mask, uh, in a, a huge figure of a doctor in a mask. It didn't make much sense back then. They, they said it was something to do with the different works of literature that were being put on stage. But that opening made a lot of sense two years later when COVID hit and everything was doctor and kids in beds. Then it made complete sense. Because they live, yeah. so to speak, they live two years ahead of us. The things that are going to happen this year and early next year, they already know them. Yes. Well, and this year's a triple two, which is a six in numerology. So with, you know, doubles and triple digits, that's why this decade, you know, the, the 2020 started off with a bang. And I told everybody on my numerology podcast two years ago, 2020 means perfect vision. 2020 yeah. means we're all going to see something. Uh, and it's also in numerology, zeros don't count. So it's 22. It's a master builder number. So with the master builder number, they're going to try and rebuild civilization. Well, now we got 222. You think these guys aren't going to try and capitalize on the resonant vibration of numerology? Oh, speaking of numerology, the war on, on Ukraine... Yeah. The American response was on February 22nd. Uh -huh. On February 22nd of two, two, two. All twos. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I, I think I was doing two. a meditation yeah. that day. Good shout, mate. It's, Good it's, shout. it's so funny because these scumbags are doing all this horrible inversion, evil magic during this stuff. And me and my friends are we're like doing, you know, vibration, you know, vibrational meditations and breath work and and like trying to bring awareness to people and inform them about this stuff. And the church will tell you, oh, magic's evil, magic's evil. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you rewrote the book multiple times and yeah, you yeah. took out the Nag Hammadi, yeah. the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Book of Enoch and all this mystical stuff. Have you read? Have you read during the millennial reign of Christ? Have you read anything about magic? Because I have. It's completely different. It's uh, not about the stuff it is after that. You know, the, the world really before 1927 was an entirely different thing. And that yes. extends to magic as well. That extends to magic as well. Magic in the 1800s and the 1700s was beautiful and oriented on God and, and Christ centric. Yes. Uh, it has nothing to do with sex. Nothing to do with violence either. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating, man.
Yeah, no, uh, I did. I didn't read anything on that, but I did. I did like think about like you know like Tiki Viracocha, melting mountains, like wax, walking on water. Uh, that the, the another thing with like the the you know the sun walking on water could also be like the reflection of the sun walking on water. Um, but moving uh, like a snake in water. Yeah, they, yeah, and it, it looks like 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 it's got scales and all that stuff moving like a snake on the water. Um, which could be why the feathered serpent, because the sun looks like you know the serpent on the water. Um, but uh, as far as like magic goes, like I know just based there's, there's off. A, there's an author, Frederick Bomme. Frederick B O H M Bomme. He's a German that had a experience a miracle one day, and he started what? writing a book about theosophy, what we call theosophy now, uh -huh. that it's about Gavatsky and all this horror. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't about Satanist. that. He invented yeah. it. It was the. Uh, it was like Hegel. It was a break Hegel. Hegel called him the first German philosopher. Interesting that way. Very interesting. Well, they take they they kidnap everything and they invert it. So, like the swastika, great example. The crucifix, the pentacle. They turn it into a pentagram. You know, every. So why wouldn't they invert theosophy and science and art and music and literature and and just everything wonderful? Yeah. yeah. All the science you know, is you know, do you know what would be uh, interesting to see? Um, the found Himmler's books, occult books. It would be interesting to see what um, what they used. That would be very interesting. They found you Himmler's book. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, they, they found uh, his library. I think it was about 1,200 books, occult books. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where did they find it? In a castle? Uh, they had a castle so, for magical yeah. operations. Yeah, the, that castle. Yeah. Like Talk a, about the, the most, headquarters. That's the most coercive thing you can do, right? Find the, the, the unholy books of magic of, Heim, of Himmler. Yeah. That would be the most cursed, horrible yeah. thing you can, can happen to you. Like after yeah, that, don't play sure the lottery. Sure. You, you know, you know, karma, yeah. karma is there. It's so weird that these people are into all that fucked shit. Oh, it's They're like, weird, isn't it? it it's like, it's like, how do you guys ever expect that this is going to turn out good for you? It's like mm -hmm. smoking crack or doing heroin or joining a gang. You know, it's like nothing. None of this is going to end up well, right? No, no, yeah. No. And, and but like, I know based off natural law that magic is real because if you plant seeds under uh, the new moon, uh, that's when you're supposed to plant. You get your seeds into the ground. You have to harvest during the week of the full moon because the you know after the full moon is up. The full moon spurts the growth of the plant. So on the subconscious and the physical and the spiritual and the physical, you can use the 
uh, electromagnetics or whatever you want to call it with the moon to plant your seeds both physically and spiritually or to reap physically and spiritually during the full moon. So okay. there's that. There's, you know, you could put a sigil in the ground. But like, But once you start casting spells on people, that's where shit gets dark. Yeah, it's fucked up, in it? It really is. Um, it, like, like you said, it w- was viewed differently uh, by 18th, 19th century magic. Uh, if used properly, it would be, but it's not used properly. Like you're saying, it's easy for fucked up things. Yeah, like, and if you look at a lot of this architecture, it's all based around natural law. So... Uh, whoever built this architecture was utilizing the magic of the earth to create it because when yeah. you walk inside of it so i walked inside a sagrada familia too totally didn't have the same vibration that these ancient cathedrals had sagrada familia no, was amazing no. it was awesome but it was nothing like the ancient cathedrals that nobody you know everyone oh go to gaudi 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 and I went there and I was like, yeah, this is cool, but I want to go to more of these ancient cathedrals because every time I go in there, I get the chills and my hair stands up and I feel like I'm high. Yeah. That's uh, fucking crazy, that. I play, oh, I'm not aware of that happening, like, but I could imagine why it would be as well. I mean, you've also you've got like the, the Gothic buildings. They're, uh, it's just so fucking impressive. The yeah, those gothic buildings is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those those yeah. specific churches. Yeah. The, yeah. The the World's Fair, the Chicago World's Fair, maybe. Yes. I think it's the last World Fair that had neoclassical buildings. I think after that, every every subsequent World's Fair has been very much like Epcot Center in Disneyland. Yes. <laughs> model and that's it a nice looking model and that's it the model of a city instead Absolutely. of a pavilion of neoclassical beauties that and then and then like you're like the people that claim that they built these structures like the white house and dc and the world's fair they're all what you would call now masons but none of them are yeah, masons yes. they're thieves <laughs> They're thieves. They steal the glory. Yeah. And then they claim it. It's like, if you guys can build like this, you have the most incredible technology at your fingertips now. How can you keep building these stupid looking skyscrapers? How can you, you don't build in this classic sense because they don't know how to build like that. They never did. Have you heard of the Kalergi plan? The Kalergi plan? Kalergi, yeah. I don't think so. Count Kalergi Kurhuven is a count of the Holy Roman Empire. Okay. Uh, an empire that doesn't exist anymore. But the royal houses of Europe, even if they don't have their own seat on the throne, they're still very powerful. They, they are the ambassadors to the Pope. They are all the important people in the European government are usually uh, royal families. In a very real sense, we're still in a very uh, feudal system because the emperor still exists and the council still exists. Anyway, this was born in, in France 
he wrote many books. One of his books was uh, Idealism. Idealism. It was called the, the Elysium? Practical Idealism. Idealism. Huh. How do you pronounce it? Okay. Idealism. 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 There we go. Idealism. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Idealism. Yeah. My English is acting up. Well, there he writes so that the, the societies, the community, yeah, the communities of, of Europe should be changed to the new uh, citizens of Europe. People from Africa and the, the Eastern Europe. His plan was to replace the native population with oh, immigrants. Of course it was. That was his idea of, of practicality and idealism at the same time. Yeah, it's That's like the, the plan. That's why they don't plan as if we're all going to live long enough to see the, the final product. That's why they plan like people don't have kids anymore. Because they don't make cities that are beautiful, they don't use the sciences of, of before, they, they don't make any new cathedrals. Because they want to replace gone. everyone. Yeah, it's yes. gone fucking backwards. Yeah, Sorry, it's, it's like they've gone backwards. Well, yeah, fucking backwards, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Right, lads, um, gentlemen, uh, I can't thank you enough for jumping on at such short notice. Yeah. Um, um, and and I'd like Juan, you, Juan, I'd like your information. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, General, you can yeah. give me his information, right? Yeah, of course, we'll make uh, Juan's on, on Twitter, but I'll send you his details. I'll, I'll put them in the show notes and stuff as well, mate. Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at Pulpatoy. Yeah, do you have his phone number and everything too? Uh, no. Uh, no, I don't. I've got, yeah. I've got his Skype, though. I can send you Skype while he's Oh, okay. Per perfect. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Sound, mate, sound. Do you want to let everyone know where they can get all the Juan? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Pulpazoid. P-U-L-P-A-Z-O-I-D. Sound, mate, sound. And, and yourself, sir? I am... The Esoteric Gladiator Podcast. You can find me on Instagram or you can find my podcast on Spotify or Apple. You know, I might be changing that soon. I don't, I don't know. I might try and monetize it. I've, I've given the people two free years. Um, then again, Both I don't know. I might, I might still keep it free because I, I, I don't know what's going to happen next. For all I know, the monetary system is collapsing right before our very eyes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, myself, like, I, I'm not, I'm not doing that at the minute, mate. I think, um, you know, it's, it's a passion for me to do this. Yeah, I, I, I love doing it. So, you know, it's not costing me anything. Yeah. You know, uh, but fucking hell, man. Uh, Unbelievable conversation, as always, with you. Well, I try, I try to bring the noise. It was an unbelievable yes, conversation with you guys too. You do, you do, mate. Thank you, sir. Um, been fucking mint speaking to you again. Um, awesome. Right, lads. Um, 
I shall speak to you soon.